0: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: It's February. It is brutal cold out. I do not want to go outside and do any work to the farm. So that means you're going to get a bonus for the month of February it's going to be... Ready for this? Febu steady. <laughs> Every week you're going to get an episode of homesteading. You ready for this? Here we go. What kind of chicken should I raise on my homestead? How do I grow corn on my property? Meat cow or milk cow? Are goats really the worst? What is the best breed of pig for my place? What is a soil pet? A Cornish cross is the devil. So how do I skin this deer? You ready to get your hands dirty? It's Homesteady, the short edition. Here we go. So, why are we releasing a show a week? Well, for the month of February, we're having our membership drive. Yeah, that sounds real (laughs) NPR-ish. We're trying to get our membership numbers to our beginning goal, which is 150. Now, if you don't know what our membership program is, if this is new to you, go back and listen to the last episode. It was awesome. There were some great stories. And we announced our Homesteady Pioneers membership program. But for the month of February, you're going to get an episode every week, and that's going to help you see, it's going to be a bit of a sampling, what it would be like if you were a part of the Homesteady membership program, the Pioneers. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to our last episode. In our last episode, our full-length episode, we had a couple really awesome stories, and we launched our membership program. The membership program was launched so that Homesteady could be supported, it would stop costing us money, and it would allow us to take some time off to produce the show more frequently, so that every month, everyone will get a full-length episode of Homesteady and members will get a bonus episode. Now, the bonus episodes are going to dive in-depth they're going to talk about things on a different level than we usually do on our full-length episodes. So members who are, we already have members now, they're listening to Starting a Backyard Farm Business. That's a show me and that Mike did together, where we break down everything you want to do before you start a backyard farm business. And 2.0 to that is a, uh, another episode you can listen to. It's actually a class that I teach. The class is called The Business of Backyard Farming and it picks up after the class that me after the episode that me and accountant Mike recorded. So you go through those steps first before you start that backyard business. And then this class talks about what you can expect getting started, what you'll need for infrastructure, what kind of animals you want to get into. As you can see there's a lot about starting a farm business in this home study membership program. And that's one of the great values. If you're a homesteader who's got a craft or a skill that you're really excited about and you'd like to take it to that next level and start a business, there's going to be a lot of advice from me, someone who's done it, and from Accountant Mike, somebody who guides people every day. There's also going to be some in-depth homesteading skill shows. And that's kind of what we're going to get into today. Today, we're going to talk about planning for your year in homesteading. You see, it's February. It's cold. Uh, nobody wants to be outside doing anything, but the end of March is going to be here quickly, and that's when things, if you're in the northeast or anywhere that's snowy Midwest, uh, the north, uh, by mid-March to early April, you're going to start to be getting outside and getting ready for your year in homesteading, and now's the time that you want to be planning. How many animals are you going to get this year? How many uh, plants are you going to plant? What kinds? So today we're going to talk about three major areas that you want to plan for the upcoming year in homesteading, and that's on your farm, in your home, and outside. Homesteaders, most of you are doing something farm-like outside, whether that's a garden or whether that's animals. And that takes planning, especially if you're going to get into something new this year. You see, a lot of the people that provide what we need to get into these new enterprises, they start booking up sales and selling animals as early as January. So let me give you an example. Every year we raise about 10 pigs. We sell eight or so pigs to the nearby families and customers of our farm. And two of them are for ourselves. Now, we have decided, as a husband and wife who have little kids and I have other full-time jobs, we've decided that it was best for our homestead not to raise um, a sow and a hog and breed each year, but rather to buy feeders every year. That was a decision we didn't want to have a 600-pound angry sow around when she has new uh, piglets and... uh We didn't want to have our kids, you know, having to, trying to hop a fence and get in a pig pen with an animal that could literally eat them. (laughs) So every year we need to go and get 10 feeder pigs from a nearby farmer. That farmer starts taking orders in January and by March, he's booked. So you want to make sure this year, if you're thinking about getting any kind of farm animals, or planting a garden, you're preparing now. So if you're going to get pigs, and you want to get feeder pigs, you're going to need to find a farmer who's breeding. And more than likely, he's taking his orders now. Get in on that list. Get in on there early. Now, how do you find a farmer who's got feeder pigs? The same way you find everything on the internet. A lot of times when they're ready, and they're already for sale, you'll find ads on Craigslist. But that may be too late. By the time you find the ad, they might all be sold. So do a Google search. Uh, Find farms in your area, in your radius, that sell pastured pork. More than likely, if they're breeding their own, they'll have a couple extra that they're looking to sell as feeders. And that's a great way to get into doing pigs. Uh, Chickens are no different. There's a big rush in the springtime for meat birds. If you order Cornish crosses like we do, Um, Or some of the heritage breeds that are crossed for meat. A lot of people want to do that in April and in May. And uh, even as early as March. And you'll see February books up real quick too. People want to get an early start on the year. So if you're thinking about doing chickens uh, and you're going to go through a hatchery, get yourself online. Find a hatchery that you want to use. There's Meyer Hatchery. There's Murray McMurray. Um, There's a lot of different choices. But you'll notice they're starting to book up already. So put your order in early. And that way you're not tied to maybe maybe before you go to the feed store and you try to get chicks. I've done that in the past. And it's kind of like, last copter at a nom. You're running in there and you're looking for chicks. And the guy is in front of you and he orders all the meat birds. And you're like, no. <laughs> that said, I really love chick days. <laughs> Gardens. If you're planning on planting a garden. Now is the time to be ordering your seeds. For one, you might get a discount. A lot of seed companies will do an early order discount. And for two, you'll have all your plans, what you're going to plant, and you'll be ready. So take some time, sit down with a pen and paper, or there's some apps out there that'll do this. Plan your garden. Now, whether it's animals or a garden, whatever you're planning for your homestead this year, start to think in terms of becoming food independent. So many of us, all our groceries are coming from the grocery store. That's just the way we were raised. That's the way I was raised, my wife. Everything that you needed to eat, you went out and bought. But the more every year goes by, the more self-sufficient you become, the less you'll need to go and buy at the grocery store. My family, we are completely meat independent. We never have to buy meat. And one of the ways that we do this is by planning on raising enough chickens and enough pigs throughout the year to cover those types of meat. And then, of course, as I've talked about before, I hunt, that provides us our red meat, and we barter uh, for some sheep and some, or for some lamb. So think it within terms of your family, how many chickens are you going to need for the year? If there's 52 weeks in a year, you're going to need to have 52 chickens, but you're going to need to have more because those chickens that you order, they're going to die. (laughs) Things are going to go wrong. It happens. So you're going to more likely need to have like 75 chickens uh, just to cover all the death and things that go wrong. And if you have extra, well, if you don't need them, sell them. That'll help cover the cost. That's one of the things we do. So order 75 meat birds. Now, maybe that's too much at once. If you've never had a butcher day where you've done A lot of meat birds don't order 75 at once. Now, if you use a butcher, sure, go ahead. But these are the things you want to be planning for for the year. Are you going to butcher yourself? If so, how many can you handle in a day? That means you have to split up your orders to match that. We typically like to keep the maximum for a day, somewhere around 40 to 40 birds. It's a long day, but we can get it done. Uh, I always have a friend come up and help, and I give him a couple birds. So we're going to do every year two orders of 50 birds at least. And that'll give us enough to get through the year. Now this year, we didn't get through the year with our own chickens. We actually went and bought some from my buddy John that you heard in the last episode, Siskovich up in uh, Camps Road Farm. He had a couple extra in the freezer and we were all out. So it worked out good. But this year, I want to be able to have enough chicken to last me the year. That's why I go through all this work. Uh, So we're going to plan on doing maybe even three batches. A spring batch, a summer batch, and an early fall batch. Pigs. Depending on the size of your family, my family will burn through two whole pigs in a year. We love pork. We tear it up. Uh, So if you're going to get your own pigs and you have a family of more than two, maybe think about getting two or at least two pigs. Now, you never want to get just one pig because a pig would be lonely. So, you're going to get two anyway. But think about saving that pig for yourself and not selling it. Now, you have enough pork to last you the year. The garden. This year we're, we Last year, we built raised beds and they did great. And now, I know I want to expand to more raised beds. And my wife wants to have more of a regular uh, dirt on the ground kind of garden this year too. Uh, so, we're going to start planning ahead for that. And... We're not the best gardeners, uh, but we're getting better, so we're going to try to start planning for enough vegetables, certain of the main ones, you know, the tomatoes and the onions, the ones we use a lot, uh, to grow enough to last us with canning a whole year. So that's the farm aspect. You want to think about how much you're going to need to get through a year. Plan it, prep, order and be ready so when March, April comes, you're already ready to rock. Of course, there's, more, there's egg-laying chickens, there's meat cows, and milk cows, and goats. Uh, but these principles apply to all those animals. Think about the maximum number you're going to need. Up it then for problems and things going wrong. And order it early so you don't miss out. That's what you want to think about as a homesteader on the farm in February. Now let's talk about the house. A lot of the homesteading world is more than just farming. Otherwise, this show would be called like Farm Steady. But we know we talk about a lot of different things. And actually, our next full-length episode, regular episode, is going to be a home skill. You'll see when it comes out. I'm not going to give it away now. Uh, But it's going to be a fun one. Me and the wife are working on it right now. Uh, But a lot of the homesteading world involves uh, home skills, cooking, baking, doing at-home crafts, quilting, um, carpentry, all these different skills that can help us to be more sustainable, more self-sufficient. And you want to think in February about this next year, think about a skill, a home skill that you'd like to acquire. My wife right now is asking the question, crochet or quilt? Her mom's a really good crocheter. Uh, when my first gift as a welcome to the family gift uh, when me and Kendra were dating was a crocheted blanket. And it turned out to be a godsend that week because uh, the week I was visiting her family, um, some really cold weather came through that I was not dressed for, <laughs> and I wound up wearing the crocheted blanket all around, in and out, when I'd go to the house. It was kind of like a coat. I almost looked like a homeless guy, <laughs> but I still have the crocheted blanket. So, skills, things that we can create. My wife's wondering, do I go crochet? Do I do quilt? One or the other. Any advice? Email us. at this is homesteady. Should she crochet or, or should she quilt? Um, but, Another skill that my wife is really good at and the home skill is baking. And this year I worked on one of my skills, carpentry. <laughs> I'm not a very good carpenter, but I'm learning. My dad's a master carpenter and uh, we did a remodel in the house and he came and he's been showing me a lot of techniques and skills and I'm learning a lot about carpentry. We opened up a wall in our house, an open concept that everybody's looking for. And then I took that sk- those skills I'd been learning And I built a custom cabinet for my wife's baking. It's a baking station. So instead of a cabinet at regular standard height, it's dropped down about six inches. And that's allowing her to knead bread without having to knead at that higher level. So she gets more strength in her kneading. Uh, So we combined our home skills, our carpentry with our baking and uh, worked on a project together. And now she has this nice custom baking station. So the year coming up, think about some home skills that you'd like to develop and work on, whether that be knitting or quilting or um, crocheting or carpentry, cooking, baking, uh, just prepping in general. Prepping is almost a skill to uh, learn how to be prepared, to learn how to stockpile. Uh, that's something I'd like to get more into in the in the next year. And no doubt we'll have an episode uh, dedicated to the idea of preparing, being more prepared. Think about what you'd like to get into and then make some goals for the year. Say to yourself, I'm going to learn this skill and then I'm going to make this thing. So if it's carpentry, find somebody who's good at carpentry, offer to help, ask if on the weekends, maybe you could get together and work on a project. That's what I do between my dad, uh, spending a lot of time building and working with uh, projects with him. I've learned a lot about carpentry. Now, I'm not a carpenter. I couldn't build a house from the ground up. But again, my father is. He's done it his whole life. And so I'm learning those skills. I'm getting better. And now, when I have a project that I got to just slam out, a quick phone call to him, a couple questions, and I'm pretty much able to do it myself now. Not with everything, but with the easier project. So figure out a home skill uh, that you want to get better on for this year and then plan for it. Maybe you're going to need to buy a few tools. Uh, This cabinet that I built, I needed a chop saw, I needed a skill saw, and I needed a jigsaw. And so I bought myself the skill saw and then I borrowed the others. (laughs) Uh, But figure out what you're going to need to get into it. My wife, she wants to either crochet or quilt. If she quilts, she's going to need a sewing machine. So she's putting away now in case she's got to go buy herself that sewing machine. Um, So get in your mind now. What do you want to get better at? What's a skill you want to learn? What tools and equipment are you going to need? And start planning for the year. It's cold now. You're inside, sitting by the fire. But the end of February is coming. And this beautiful spring will be here someday. And that's the time you're going to want to be already ready and prepared and not thinking then, oh boy, I want to get into something, but I got no money and nothing to help me get into it. So land now. Third segment we're going to talk about is the outdoors. But before we do, let's take a minute to talk about the homesteading membership. Why do you want to become a homesteading member? Well, there's a couple good reasons. The first is, if you love Homesteady, if you love the show that we put out, you're going to get that show with regularity. If we could meet our first membership goal of 150 members, that would be a huge help to getting a regular show out every month. The reason why is it would allow me just to, the basic, take some time off from my regular work and work on the show. How long does it take to produce a Home study episode? Have you ever thought that to yourself? Probably not. Probably more like, my goodness, where's the next Homesteady episode? But it's kind of the same question. So I want to take a few minutes just to explain the process of what we do. So the Home study show starts with me in front of a microphone. But before that even can happen, some planning needs to go into the show. So usually, me and Kendra sit down and we talk. We say, okay, what?" Month of the year? is What are people interested in? What's seasonal? What are we doing? All right, what can we talk about? Write some ideas down. Get something up on paper. Then, microphone. I stand in front of a microphone. I talk for probably an hour. So then, you're to stories, well sure then you have pigs telling really stories, talking about techniques. Then it's this? time to get somebody else on the show. Whether that's my wife. But darling, the man- That's a counted mic. Hey. hey, hun, i I'm back. I shot six squirrels,
0: and we're going to be able to eat half a meal out of it. <laughs> I've really provided for us
1: today. <laughs> or a third person.
0: You know, it doesn't look like a hooligan. The truck wasn't in terrible condition, and he wasn't like, hey, how you doing? Y'all look pretty.
1: <laughs> so those take interviews. Interviews are hard to arrange. Usually the show winds up two to three hours worth of but we're not going to play you that long of a show. So we edit it down. We, set, we cut so that it flows nice, so it's to the point, and that it fits all the good stuff without all the uh, and the whoop and the whoops. And the, <laughs> and, yeah. We cut out all the stuff that we don't want you to hear, and then we have a good show left over. But it's not ready to go to market yet. As you know, we like to have sound effects. 3D soundscape. Love synth. All the things you're used to in our full length episodes that make the episodes fun and rich, all those need to be added. And then it all is put together, aligned. So it's a really long process. It takes days to get a show out. Now, I love doing the show. I love doing homesteady. I'm so enjoying it. And I hope that comes through in the production. But I can only give so much time away to work on the show. So if you join the membership program, you're going to help get that regular show out every month on time. And as a special thank you to you, you're going to get all our bonus episodes. You're going to get all the classes that I teach. Every, like I said, every few months I go and teach a class at a nearby school. The next one coming up, caring for chickens. If you're thinking about getting chickens this year, if that's one of those animals you're planning for, and you want to know everything there is to know about caring for them, you're going to get a two-hour class on chicken care. Normally, the entry into these classes is like 20 to 40 bucks, but you're going to get it for the low monthly rate of... Three bucks a month if you get in soon, or five bucks a month if you uh, get in after those first initial hundred members. So for just five bucks a month, you're going to get all those classes, all those bonus episodes, and we've put bonus videos up. We have a video of how to make lard. Uh, There's a couple great videos in the works. One of them is how to do a pig roast. If you're thinking about doing a non-farm pig roast, maybe make an event out of it. We start to finish captured everything. How to do a pig roast? Uh, there's an incredible uh, video coming out that will actually be for sale uh, to all our listeners, but members will get it for free. How to butcher a deer from start to finish? Really good production. We have multiple cameras. We even have a GoPro on the fillet knife, so you can ex- you can see exactly every cut, and every trimming. Uh, that's done to get a deer from the field onto your plate as a beautiful state. So if these are things you're interested in, become a member. It's not that expensive. You're buying us a, a nice coffee every month. But it's huge to help Homesteady continue its regular shows and then get you some awesome bonus content. So if you can do it, please consider becoming a member. Now, let's get back to the show. So now we're going to talk about outside, how you want to plan for your outside endeavors. And this is different from farming. We're not talking about outside on your property. Uh, We're talking about, you know, field and stream. I guess that's probably trademarked. (laughs) Uh, We're talking about hunting, fishing, gathering, any homesteading skill that you do that helps you bring food or whatever you're gathering, firewood, whatever that is, uh, from outside in the forest, in the streams, in the lakes, into your home as fuel or as food. So why do you want to plan that now? Well, for example, let's say you're considering getting into hunting. We've had a lot of fans write us and say, hey, I'm thinking about getting into deer hunting. I'm thinking about getting into turkey or small game or people who already are. But if you're thinking about getting into hunting, there's a lot of planning. You can't wait till opening day to say, all right, I'm going to try hunting. Most states require that you take a hunter safety course, and those can book up quickly. Uh, here in Connecticut, you'll find them usually in February or March, a little bit before turkey season, and then in August or September, a little bit before deer season. And they, the day that they are announced, they're booked. So you're going to need to take a hunter safety course, and you're going to need to make sure you can get into one before, long before hunting season begins. Generally, the hunting seasons begin in the springtime. Sometime around April is turkey season. And then in the fall, around September, small game and deer season, depending on your state. And also, different weapons come in at different times. So bow season may come in sooner than rifle season. You have to check out all these laws yourself. Every state's different. But these are the things you need to learn and prepare for. Also, find out what legal tools and weapons you can use during the hunting seasons. So maybe you have an old crossbow sitting around that you're thinking, oh, I'll go hunt some deer with this crossbow. It might be illegal for you to hunt deer with a crossbow. In some states it is, unless perhaps you're disabled. Uh, So these are all the things you need to learn and prepare for now when it doesn't matter. Find out when the next hunter safety course is going to be. Book a seat in it soon. Find out what kind of Uh, legal tools, equipment you can use. Uh, Maybe you want to get into trapping. Same thing. You're going to need to take a course. You're going to need to get your license all long before the season opens. On top of that, you're going to want to learn about these animals a little bit more before the season begins. So there's lots of planning, uh, lots of prepping, uh, before you even begin to just put up your tree stands and mark your locations and go scouting. So make sure you've decided early in this year, what you're going to get into. Now, maybe hunting's not for you. Maybe you don't like the idea, and that's fine. No pressure here. I understand. I didn't grow up hunting either. I'm kind of newer uh, compared to some. I've only been at it for about six years now. But maybe you're interested in gathering. Maybe you like the idea of going out and finding wild edibles. You still have to prepare now, because wild edibles come in and out of season with a blink. So now's the time to start learning. You don't want to start thinking about harvesting ramps in August because your window is pretty closed. Uh, So find out when the plants that you are in your area first, find out what grows in your area. Uh, Maybe you're interested in finding morels or some different types of mushrooms. I'm not because I don't want to die, but (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Morels are fine. Some mushrooms are scary, but, um, Maybe you want to get into harvesting ramps. Maybe you want to get into harvesting berries. Whatever it is, you got to find out those seasons and prepare ahead of time so that you're ready, so that you know what you're looking for, you know a good spot to go. And when that prime week hits, because it's usually a little different every year, you're going to be ready to go out there with a bag and fill it up full, of whatever you're looking for, and bring it home and put up tons of delicious wild edibles. That's something I want to get better at this year. Last year we did a little bit of ramp scouting. Um we looked for fiddleheads and morels. And uh, my f- a buddy of mine showed us a spot with some morels. They were awesome and he was nice enough to share. So thanks James. <laughs> the um there weren't that many and uh he was willing to share them. So that was super cool. Uh, but they're delicious. Ramps, we tried looking for ramps, but we were off in our in the place. We thought they were in this one area, and we just couldn't find any. And fiddleheads, we got into too late. All the right kind that you want to harvest were already gone, and uh, the kind that we found were kind of fuzzy, and you couldn't eat those. So this year, we're going to mark it now, early on in the season in our calendar, when to start looking so that we go out at the right time, and we don't have a big harvest full of something that we can't find out we can't eat. So it's February. It's cold. Take the time. Think about what you want to get into. Think about your homesteading goals. And then go leave a comment on this episode on the website. This is homesteady.com. This bonus episode. Uh, Leave us a comment with your goal or email us. Tell us what your goal for this year is. And then you're going to be on the hook because now other people are going to know about your goal and you're going to make sure that you fulfill that goal. So email us at aust at thisishomesteady.com or leave a comment. Go to thisishomesteady.com. Click on this episode, uh, Winter Planning for a Good Year Ahead, and uh, tell us what you're going to do, and then you'll be on the hook. So thanks for listening to this episode. It's a bonus episode. If you love the information and the delivery in this kind of episode, you're going to get a lot more of it if you're a member. Right now, as I'm recording this, membership is still only three dollars for your entire three dollars a month for the entire life of your subscription. Now that's gonna be gone once our first 100 members are filled. Uh, by the time I produce this show, it may already be gone. As while I'm recording, it's still available at three dollars. Uh, but get in early, become a member. You're gonna be able to hear starting a backyard farm business what to do, the class that I teach. You're going to get to hear me and accountant my that might talk about the things you want to do before you start that backyard farm business. Uh, you can watch the bonus videos that are up there for members only. And coming up in the springtime, there's going to be that chicken class. Uh, there's going to be a great video on goat fencing. Uh, there's going to be a lot of bonus podcasts. You can see all those listed. Members are going to get a lot of good bonus content. We really want to thank you for supporting the show and uh, we're going to do that through our membership program. So consider if you can do it becoming a member. If you can't, we totally understand and thank you for listening to the show anyway. There is one thing you can do that would be a huge help to us and that's go and leave a review on iTunes. Uh, We've got some great reviews. I put out a call to our email list last week and man, did they deliver. We got some awesome reviews uh, down at iTunes. So thank you for that. Guys, thanks for listening to the show so much. The month of February is going to be Febu steady. It's our membership drive, so you're going to hear me pitch a little bit, just the way it is. Um, But to thank you for being there for us and uh, listening, and to consider becoming a member, you're going to get a show a week. That's the goal. If we could raise enough members where I could take off enough time to do a show a week, I would do it. I love producing this show. And my wife loves doing it. Counting Mike. Leanna like being a part of it. Uh, We have some upcoming guests with great stories already recorded. We did a really cool thing. Uh, We have a fiction story that was submitted to us. So we're going to be sharing that soon. Uh, There's lots of good stuff to come down the the pike from Homesteady. So we look forward to that. And until next time, remember, the road is rocky. Make Homesteady. Hey guys, I just realized I finished this episode without telling you how to become a member. Go to the website, thisishomesteady.com, look for the goats, it says become a pioneer in front of them. Click on that. That's how you can become a member. And in case you can't tell, I'm super sick right now as I talk into this microphone, so it would really make my day if you went and did that. (laughs) No pressure. Uh, But thisishomesteady.com. Click on Look for Those Goats, click on Become a Pioneer, and uh, become a member. You're going to help us a whole lot. I'm already working on next week's episode for Feb you steady. We'll see you next time. Oh, and it's still only $3. Go now.